TikTok. This is the podcast that I create because I need to talk about TikTok. My name is Rachel and I'm very excited because I have one of my dear friends. Um, he's so funny and wonderful and I'm very excited about this episode. Okay, so he's a writer and comedian and he's the co-host of one of my favorite podcasts. <laughs> it's the Baywatch Watch podcast. Um, okay, it's Charlie Mahalik. Hey! Yeah! Hi, pals. Hi, pals. Hi, pals. Hi, pals. Oh, boy. <laughs> this episode is... I'm so excited. Thank you for being here. I really thought I was going to have to, like, pay someone to watch the show. Um, nope. I did it for no. free. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I do it um, again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're talking about the Netflix show Hype House, which um, if anyone <laughs> has been following along, we've been talking about this when they announced it, and it fi- it's finally here. Um Okay, so before we begin, I would like to ask first, what is your relationship to TikTok? Mine, uh, I have TikTok. I don't, I don't post on it, but I scroll through it every once in a while. But it's like, I don't know. I, I, I don't have a, a TikTok literacy. Like I know of the trends and things like that, but I certainly don't know how to curate it to what I want to see so a lot of times when I look it just feels like I'm just getting like the most random of everything (laughs) yeah you got it 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 seems like it's a challenge for some reason I really found my corner of TikTok that I I'm my happy place but yeah for anyone new it it'll feed you the most random stuff that you're really random it's really jarring sometimes you're like whoa I didn't ask for that Um, yeah yeah yeah, sorry. I hope that you get to your place soon. Me too. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. Because um, I will say that once you get there, it is very fun because I have had many a night where I'm just like scrolling and every other video makes me laugh so much. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. Yeah. 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 So I get I some every once in a while. I get some gems, but uh, yeah. sometimes I'm like, it, it's, it often seems to be people oversharing. Um, oh yeah like some of the craziest things I've ever heard <laughs> yeah. uh, sometimes that's fun though you know yeah I mean you know <laughs> it's a it's a window in it's very much like... it's where uh Instagram is like filtered you're displaying your most like fake version of yourself the best sure. version of yourself whereas TikTok is you just are like with your therapist and you're admitting the stuff that you probably should yeah, admit to absolutely. millions of Americans but yeah yeah and not even American people all over the world. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And then um, did you, what, what, is, what do you know about the Hype House? Okay. I knew this? that the Hype House was a house that was with a lot of creators, TikTok mm-hmm. celebs. There were instances of it all the way back in like the Vine days, right? Like they would all move to the same hotel and yeah. it wasn't hype house, but it was like yeah. the the idea of a content house is not necessarily new. But hype house was supposed to be like this new uh, incubator for TikTok talent. And the one thing that I know specifically is that didn't they get their utility shut off during the pandemic for hosting yeah. parties? Okay, uh-huh. because <laughs> they, they continued those parties. The uh, city of LA shut off their water and power. I remember that. Yeah, actually. Was it Hype House? Or I know was it, it Jake was... Paul's? 
It was Sway, which is they're very linked to Hype House. Okay. Um, Sway was like an all boy house, and mm. that has like Bryce Hall and Noah Beck um, in it, and they're no longer in existence. But they would they are very much the same friend group. Sway so, is no longer in existence. No, Sway. I thought you were saying uh, that that Bryce Hall and Noah Beck no longer exist. <laughs> they no longer <laughs> they exist. They are no longer in existence. <laughs> Too many parties. They yeah. just disappeared. <laughs> they got Thanos um, snapped out of, uh, yeah. out of existence. They yeah. evaporated. Yeah. No, but yeah, they all are kind of, I remember when that happened because it made me laugh a lot because I was getting mad at Bryce Hall for, Bryce Hall is that, that like, he's like a, he's like a wannabe Jake and Paul Logan person okay. where you're just like, I hate this kid. And he just is like, he's not learning his life lessons and I don't yeah. think he ever will, you know, because yeah. he has money and fame and money doing and fame at a very early age too. Yeah. For doing yeah. the stupidest things, YouTube, TikTok, you know, <sighs> whatever. Huh. Um, but yeah, Hype House, I believe it started in 2019, right before the pandemic. Right before. Really. Yeah. Um, and it was like uh, Thomas and Chase who are in the show. Yeah. They like started it. They invited Lil all their Huddy. friends. Yeah. Lil Huddy. Um, they, they started it. There was actually like a New York times article about them, um, right when it was really big and then the pandemic happened and they all kind of just like the, the house stuck together, but then it's slowly not a real deal anymore at all. Right. Um, which I was surprised when they announced this show that they were doing it because at that point, all of the big names had already left. Right. So I was like, what are they going to do a show on the people that are left? And it really like the people that are actually in the hype house are not worth talking about at all. Um, like Alex so, and Cover or Yeah. I wow. mean, I, Alex and Cover are probably the most popular people left in the hype house, but that's Got saying it. a lot because I don't think that they're, you know, worth doing a New York times article about. Oh yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because at the time when they started, it was like Charlie D'Amelio, yeah, um, Dixie Addison D'Amelio, Ray. Addison Ray, Avani Greg, who's like a beauty person who's mm-hmm. a, like pretty big, and then um, I think also there was like the Lopez brothers, but they got canceled. Um, uh-huh. A lot of them have been canceled. Either they leave because they're like, oh, I'm, I used you for it, I needed you, I'm popular, I don't need you anymore, and or they get canceled and they leave. And um, and boy, that that was a theme that ran throughout the entire show. Is every moment yes. they are so worried about getting canceled. That's the whole yeah. thing. Everything is, and it's like, and and in their mind, what it seemed to me is they felt that cancellation happens randomly. Like it's not yeah. like anything that you've done. It's not any behaviors that you've done. It's literally just that one day you get canceled. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's their big fear. And I, it's like, well, no, if you behave in a way that is not worthy of cancellation you most likely won't get canceled but the whole time everything is just i don't want to get canceled i'm so yeah. worried and or you think we're going to get canceled for this and it'll be like like you know like the engagement Dressing party them. or whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are we gonna get canceled i'm like i'm like okay well you know it doesn't yeah. just happen out of nowhere 
<laughs> I know. That was the thing. It's like all the reasons why people are getting canceled are like legit. They tweeted something racist or yeah. they like, you know, threw a party in the middle of a pandemic and went with COVID, you know, but like. Okay, yeah. Larray <laughs> testing positive for COVID and going to that party. That's something I can see people getting mad at. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> which, by <laughs> the way, okay, so there's a lot of drama after the show has aired now. So they shot this thing a long time ago, like a, a year ago, uh-huh. um, and it just now came out. And I think the reason why it took so long is because there were a bunch of people that they had to cut out of the show because they had been canceled after they had already started shooting. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know if you saw him at all, but there is this guy. Um, gosh, now I'm blanking on his name. Um, but anyways, uh, he's curly blonde hair. No, he like didn't even have very. Any oh, he was. He was barely time. in it. Okay. Yeah. Um, gosh, hold on. I gotta look up his name. I can't believe I forgot it already. Oh, Jack Wright. His name is Jack Wright. Okay. Um, he has curly blonde hair, and he's like a big person in the hype house. But he was dating, but not re- really dating this girl, Sienna um, Gomez, and she was um outed as being like um like assaulting jack a lot like sexually assaulting him oh my god And so yeah so she she was in the show and she had to be her whole everything about her had to be cut out and so sadly all of his stuff probably was cut out so he was like pretty much cut out of the whole show Gotcha. And I feel so bad for that guy because I'm sure he was yeah. like, I'm going to be on a Netflix show. And then like your whole thing is just cut out because w- one, you were assaulted and two, like th- she was with you the whole time. So now you can't even be in a show. Yeah. I just feel terrible about that. But yeah. So I feel like because of that, because they probably had more with them, they had to really like create new stories that were um, big because the whole Larry thing or Larray thing uh, wasn't even that big because I follow all these like TikTok like gossip accounts uh-huh. and that wasn't even a big deal at all because they were all going to parties with COVID like gotcha. constantly okay. so the fact that Netflix made that a big story he got mad about it so now he's unfollowed everyone from the Hype House since the show aired and he's like pissed off at Netflix because they release that they made that into a story and he was like they did that because of the whole sienna and jack thing and they needed to create drama mm. why is he mad at the others um i think he's just mad at i mean they're all mad at each other for some reason yeah it cause... does it did seem like they were all mad at each other at, at yeah. a certain point in time like also well, Vinny was sometimes just mad um yes Vinny has <laughs> problems he, he wanted to punch um, everybody all the time yeah he needs to talk to someone, but also yes. like that kid is like very young. And I have noticed that anytime that he is even seen in a picture with a girl, like people. Oh, the death out. threats and stuff. Yeah. yeah they sent death threats that. to the. So he can't even date anyone, which is very sad. This whole existence seems honestly miserable. Like, I mean, like watching it just like the, I mean, sure it's, but just watching the stress that they were under like yeah and just being like i have to post i have to post and i have to if my streams go down and my revenue goes down then i'm nothing and like this inevitably has to end it's it's 
unless you pivot out of it because it's not sustainable because eventually your youth will disappear and people aren't going to continue to follow you into your, you know, like into your mature adulthood. Uh, it just seems really, really tough. I was just like, I was honestly like, it felt like even though the show was supposed to be, I mean, obviously it was heavily uh, controlled or executive produced by Thomas, right? Cause like, yeah. He's obviously kind of executive producer, and I'm sure this was a little bit of a PR piece. It kind of felt a little bit like the Firefest documentaries in a sense, because yeah. I do understand that there's some off-screen drama beyond, like with um, uh, Will Huddy, and then this person who's not in the show, yeah. uh, a woman, I forget what her name is, Sienna? but she was also one of the founders of Hype House. Um, oh, yeah, Daisy. Daisy Keach, is that her name? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She uh, was outed and then started her own house, and that house died. The clubhouse, I think right. it was. Yeah. Um, but then it was like, but yeah, I mean, but it felt like as, as much as the show was supposed to be like aspirational about Hype House, like by the end of it, I was like, I just like felt like everything was like falling apart for them. Like I felt like, like <laughs> just like I was like, Alex and Cover either need to like go to a relationship therapist or <laughs> like they need to figure their stuff out because they are just like missing each other in communication the entire time. She's like begging him to talk yeah. to her. And it felt like he's like one of those guys who's like, he's obviously extremely intelligent, intelligent and he knows the right words to say, but he doesn't like actionalize them. Like every time she's mad at him, he's like, that must have been really hard for you. And I'm really sorry. And I'm hearing right now that you weren't happy with that. And I totally, and I'm like, you're saying the right things and then you'll just do it again and again and again. Yeah. I mean, like the fake proposal, I'm like, or the wedding so or mean. whatever. I'm like, come on. <laughs> That's so mean. When she clear, even watching, all she ever does is talk about how she wants him to propose to her. So yeah. the fact that he did that, I was like, that is so mean. But Ugh. yeah. Yeah. But and yeah, and he... then now they've left the hype house. I mean, that was yeah. in the postscript of the Yeah. Series. That was also a funny thing because it ended with Thomas when his whole fake thing of like, well, I guess I won't shut it down. Yeah. <laughs> it's like six months later. It's basically shut down. It's basically done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, but it's like... crazy because I think like, like I get the concept of it, like bringing all these people together. And like, it's in the same way that like bands do like super groups, right? If you mm -hmm. take all of these people who are enormously talented, then together, they must all be able to create something really good. But the thing is, is that like, you're, you're gonna have ego involved. Obviously, mm -hmm. there's gonna people be people who don't feel like the weight has been carried by everyone equally. And then there's also like, always I've seen like, documentaries about i watched a documentary called jawline i don't know if you ever saw that but it's about a it's about a, a like a 16 year old kid who wants to be really big on instagram it's a documentary and he goes and he moves to la and he moves into a content house um and it's the exact same situation except it's a lot less of like a glamorous look at it because the guy who's running the house is a like managing them so he's taking some of their money but also he's like constantly on them to post like post 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 yeah. post and that was like the whole through line of this thing which is just like thomas being like you gotta post we went to Dashwood tree so you guys could post and i think like 
it takes all the fun out of what they were doing, even though they yeah. should be treating it as like a job if they want to keep their revenue going at a certain point, they're just going to burn out. Yeah. And it's also like you live in a house where you're working. It's like there's no even when yeah. Clover was like, I need my bedroom to be not where you're shooting. And he wouldn't even do that. So it's like mm -mm. she can't there's no escape for her. And Ten then people I, in the house. Yeah. I also feel so terrible for the women in that house because it's just a bunch of 20 year old white dudes who are just like not cleaning up after no. themselves and just like wrecking havoc for the content constantly yeah. it looked like and the jersey like shore house all the time like it looked like it was just always just like chaos right like yeah i'm sure they pay I someone to come in and clean or whatever but at the same time they just create a mess so much faster than any cleaning can get done because they're certainly not cleaning their own spaces yeah no 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 yeah. Uh, also, I remember watching them on TikTok for a long time and a lot of the houses never had like like actual like utensils. They would always have All just disposable. like paper. Yeah, yeah, just like paper plates. And then they would never actually cook for themselves either. It would always be like they would get like fast food or like go to a restaurant. Yeah. So it's like they're not really living a life at all and it's not sustainable at all. Also, like Alex was like the whole time he was like my numbers are going down my numbers are going down but like he said that he spends like 50,000 or something crazy like that each month on his YouTube videos right some crazy yeah. amount and I was like are you saving any of this money yeah are you just like using it for content because that's the if thing, you're just putting I it right back in and it's not ever generating anything then yeah of course you're like freaking out yeah so I'm like I'm like you guys gotta Especially like the peak of when they should have started saving is when like Charlie was in the house. And as soon as she started leaving and all these people started leaving because they actually had like careers that they were starting. That's when these people who I'm sorry to say don't really have much should have been really trying to invest or do something else. Because like right. and I will say Thomas gives me the vibe of someone who like he does have a YouTube channel. And I think he brings in a lot, but I think he really just uses other people for clicks and stuff like that. Like, that's why he created this house, because I don't think he thought that he could be. He was enough on his own. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why he's constantly pushing people to come back to the Hype House and all this stuff, because he's like, without you, he loses followers. Yeah, of course. It... Yeah. I mean. That makes sense. And it, and in a way, it's like kind of smart because it's like, you know, that's what a lot of people do. Like when businesses start or something, there's usually a person who's like got the business acumen and goes to the meetings and stuff. And the person who's working on the product, like there is like, you know, someone who's able to bring people together and stuff like that. The problem is, is that each of those people is going to inevitably realize that they can they can do all of this just as well, if not better on their own and that there is no uh like advantage to posting on the hype house TikTok. like that's the thing no. is he keeps wanting everyone to post on the hype house TikTok, and like even though you tag each other and stuff like that you're like siphoning views from each of those people's individual channels yeah and so then all of that content because they're going to be like okay i'll make a video for the hype house channel all that content is going to end up being second rate because nobody wants to burn their best ideas on this like group channel yeah and it seems like all they ever do is bang energy drink videos that's all yeah they, that's I, all that was, they were talking about that a lot which <laughs> bang energy was also a big thing and do you watch um how to with john wilson 
No. Oh, uh, you should. De- it's a HBO show, and it's a guy who makes these mini documentaries. And in one of them, he goes to the founder of Bang Energy's house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, like Bang is also like a big. It was a big supporter of Trump, right? Probably. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think they were. So I was like, I'm not gonna. Like yeah, I mean, he lives videos. in Florida, <laughs> in like a, in like a mansion in Florida. I'm like, yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, but I uh, my sister's fiance drinks them, and she he said that they were good, so I guess they're good. I don't know, but <laughs> I'm yeah. um I get paid. No, I wish that uh bang paid for my rent Absolutely. as long as I posted a video with them in it, but also that selling myself out and I won't do it. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Um, also behind the scenes drama after the show aired, Chase is now mad at Netflix because, um, they made him like, basically he thought that, that he was painted as the villain throughout the entire season, or I guess it's a season. It's only a couple episodes and I watched it in a day, so it doesn't feel like a season, but it is a season. It was 10, it was like eight, ep- yeah. eight or nine episodes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he felt, he was mad that he was painted as the villain, but watching it, I don't think he I was. I really think that, no. no. I think he was like, uh, he, they were trying to paint him as the villain, like Thomas and Alex of like, he, he's never here, but it's like, yeah, because he's being smart and he's, doing his own thing diversifying his career yeah and he's not like also i know that the reason why they had two houses because the the hype house that they picked is like very far away and so that's near thousand oaks that's like basically ventura county yeah so like uh chase was like i can't move out of la i have a lot of meetings and stuff i gotta Mm -hmm. stay here so he found his own place and they treated it like he like ditch them but it's like no you guys left la you, they were the ones that left for yeah. this house so like I don't yeah know. i didn't really think he was he was i didn't see him as the villain in the show i saw it as like they obviously were setting up an arc one is like we used to be like these two were best friends and then there's like they're like existing kind of separately now and they're trying to bridge this gap but it was one of those things where, yeah, Thomas's big thing throughout was he was just mad. He kept saying he was so upset that nobody would talk to him anymore. Yeah. And he was like, all, all these people that I did all this stuff for, and I just do so much for people, and nobody talks to me anymore. And uh, I wonder, like, sometimes why? Like, is it because these people have gotten too big? Or is there bad blood or what, you know? Yeah. I think it's a, a thing of, like, these people have gotten really big, but then also Thomas, I feel like you can sense that he's about the business more than his friendship, so he yeah. would use people for clicks and stuff like that. So, like, of course you're not going to hang around someone who, like, especially when, like, I know that Charlie is very paranoid now about everything. She's afraid of being canceled. Uh, so like, of course she's not going to hang around someone that may end up using her for some kind of controversy to get people to go to his YouTube page to watch things, you know? Um, she's like, they're distancing themselves from him because I feel like he does use people. Um, sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the thing with any kind of business in which you operate on, you need, it's, it's like you need continual content creators in the house in order for it to exist, in order for your business proposition to work. And as your most valuable content creators leave, you're gonna try to bring new ones in and you're gonna draw the allure, which is like, 
oh, we created Charlie D'Amelio or Addison Ray or anything like that. When it's not true, they were already huge before yeah. they moved into the hype house. But it still could be one of those things where like you're following in those footsteps. And at the same time, he's like trying to make sure that the hype house survives. So it's at a certain point he beca- he gets a little desperate and he's like, I'll take anyone with a and and it provides these people an opportunity to move from wherever they are like it was kind of funny one of the things that made me laugh in the in the season was when like everyone's story is heartbreaking right like every story that everyone shared was heartbreaking and then the one thing was in the first episode when uh little huddy was talking and then he was like yeah it was really really tough growing up in san jose it was such like a bubble. There was no one to collab with. And that was why he moved to LA, which is yeah. laughing because everyone else's was like, like just traumatic, like really traumatic yeah. stuff. And then his was that he just had nobody to collab with. Which really yeah. And that was his definition of a bubble. It was a content yeah. bubble. <laughs> he was like, I was doing social media and people were picking on me because they wouldn't do videos with me. So yeah. I had to move. Like I did online school and I was like, okay. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, some of them, like Charlie doesn't, I don't think have a, a heart, a sad backstory. Like her parents were rich in Connecticut. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, the ones fine. who talked <laughs> and shared their story, theirs was, theirs was yeah. rough. And those are yeah. the ones I feel bad about because a lot of those those people uh, are like a part of the hype house that will honestly I think will be sort of forgotten. Yeah. You know. So yeah. Sad. Um, they need to find something else to do other than just social media. Is Mia and a creator? She is, but I I feel like she's only really popular for being in the hype house and dating Thomas dating thomas okay but she doesn't yeah. have anything special that she does on her tiktok that are people like i gotta go to mia's channel for this right like i think cover has like something you know she what does has, she like, do she does a lot of the trends she's done like beauty stuff she'll do like fashion stuff she's like modeling stuff okay i think she was a part of like fenty's what when they had a bunch of different people do Fenty but they're the Rihanna thing. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um so like she she you know and she's like body positivity I think. Mm. And then Alex has his YouTube where it's basically like David Dobrik stuff where he just makes his friends do stupid stunts. Yeah, so like I feel like and stuff, right. Yeah, that'll last for, you know, as long as he's able to keep up with it. But like it really does feel like he just is constantly like I have to do bigger and more yeah. and it's like I know you could also just like develop your crew of friends so that they all become personality so people just want to watch them, you know. It kind of reminded like- me of of Jackass in the sense that like as Jackass gained popularity, like the 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 amount of money that they spent on each stunt went up and then people just were kept expecting them to top it and they were backed by a film studio and they had, you know like they were able to do that because they were able to get that money and those movies went in theaters but in this he's like like you said spending fifty thousand dollars on a video or whatever and then the next one has to be fifty five thousand dollars or six you know like each one needs to be bigger and bigger and so he can never go back down like he does that one with the gyroscope thing <laughs> he's yeah like he, afterwards he's like that sucked that was terrible yeah. that wasn't big that wasn't good at all 
It's that cost so... me seven hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow. And it's oh. like I, I feel for you, man, because like that that kind of stress at that age where it's like legitimately like especially like making yourself vulnerable to strangers first of all is is such a difficult thing to do and then when it's like those strangers have no problem telling you oh you're not good anymore you fell off you suck now or whatever like it's gotta just like melt someone's brain and then where do they go from here because that's the thing is like is like you know hopefully they'll parlay it into something new but i think your brain chemistry will be forever altered by the dopamine spikes that you got from like having something be viewed by you know 50 million people or something yeah i don't i don't even know it sounds so like it sounds so stressed like i'm sure a lot of kids out there are like i want to be a tiktok creator but i'm like it sounds like a horrible horrible life horrible I mean, and, and sorry, I can you're imagine rich. kids do like each individual one of those people, each famous TikTok kid. I'm just going to guess that that their respective, like if they get famous when they're in high school or whatever, the kids at their high school are not going to feel the same way about them that the internet feels. Like they're not going to yeah. be like, oh, I'm obsessed with you because you're this TikTok creator who's got 50 million. They might get teased or bullied or whatever for doing it and so everything has to turn to the internet and then you become a little bit it's not antisocial, but all of your relationships become parasocial yeah and that's crazy too because then you're only associating with other content creators and each of them you're only as good as you are for a collaboration or whatever it is like i think like true friendship would be really tough to come by yeah Honestly, I know it's really lame, but I like it's you kind of feel it sometimes in like the comedy community where it's like, are you 100%. my friend? Yeah, because you're my friend. Or are you my friend because you want something out of me? And it's like that that sucks so much. And mm-hmm. when you spend even like all of L.A. Is and the stakes like are that. lower. Yeah, because it's like, are you only friends with me because you want to do my indie improv show? Are you actually my friend? And it's like, (laughs) totally. You're absolutely right. Uh, I think the nice thing I will say is that there's one, you know, nice thing about this time away from it that we've had is I think it has leveled the playing field a lot in terms of like, because people haven't had that to like, push, 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 push. Like, I think, like, more friendships have been solidified in a way. Like, if you Mm -hmm. somehow, like, one day, like, TikTok just shut down and all these people lost their outlet. Like, they didn't have any outlet to post on social media. Like, what would their, how would their friendships reform? Would they even be friends with other content creators? Yeah. Or would, would each of them breathe, like, kind of a sigh of relief? I don't know. Like, would they go, like, oh, my gosh, I can stop and everybody has to stop. So I'm not looking at other people and being like oh that person had what it takes whereas when a person stops posting people who are doing really well will be like well they gave up yeah and then for that person they might feel a tremendous sense of relief by no longer doing it but then they also feel like somehow they failed yeah which is exactly the same as comedy (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know i bet Vinny would be really happy if tiktok just ended Sure. He seems to hate it so much, but he has to post. 
Well, and all um, this stuff is, it's, he does thirst trap videos and stuff too, yeah. which is also tough because it's like, I, I feel bad for him and Alex are kind of in a difficult position because they're like, Alex can never stop doing his prank videos. Yeah. And so everyone else can go on and do a dance or whatever and get like, you know, like Charlie can go on and do a dance and get like 500 million views and it's free. And he has to pay like 500 50 grand to make something and get a 20th of the views that she gets right which yeah. is horrible and then Vinny has to just constantly be in the gym because everyone's <laughs> coming to his page to see his thirst trap videos and if one day yeah. he's like hey I'm just gonna do a normal one they're like no <laughs> but at least Vinny could easily transition into a modeling career yeah which... it's true I wonder if we're going to get to the point, though, that like, because, and maybe that's just me as a millennial, like, maybe I'm just totally, but I would think that there is still a legitimacy barrier there, maybe, where they yeah. go, like, to someone parlaying a career in, I don't know, TikTok into something in which somebody goes, like, oh, like, we're actually, like, because what's going to happen is, like, there was that thing where uh, or Larray was going to make a movie with Craig Robinson. Yeah. And it would be like TikTok star Larray in this movie yeah. because he wouldn't have any other acting credits or anything like that. And I wonder, like, I mean, Addison Ray got a bunch of shit. I mean, first of all, she shut down a COVID test. Like, yeah. <laughs> second of all, I mean, everybody like the, it was like a punchline a little bit that she's a TikTok star who's parlaying it into acting. So I wonder, like, what the barrier is going to be because yeah, I still think and... it's one of those things where I saw that tweet there was, was like a few weeks ago i'm sure you saw it where a guy did a, a one of the mr mr Brightside. that's wrong but he's mr he's Beast. one of those what mr Beast. mr Beast. yes he yeah. did the, the squid game squid game yeah thing, and he was like and he did it for and then he basically was like i got as many views as squid game has had and it cost me almost not you know a lot less and that's why YouTube content creators should be taken seriously. And, you know, honestly, like there would be no video without Squid Game and Squid Game is something like there's just so many reasons why that isn't quite a good assessment. But everyone's response was immediately like, that's ridiculous. And like, yeah, you're well, good in like, your realm. Yeah. I think it's like a money thing where like, well, obviously it's a money thing is they put, they put like Addison Ray in a thing because they think that it's going to draw views and then make money. But then you're sacrificing the actual like quality of the content because right. the movie that she did for Netflix was apparently absolute trash. I watched a mini a minute of it and I was like, I have to turn this off and I watch a lot of trash. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's like, I think it's a thing where like Hollywood will continue to bring these people that do have a fan base in, but it's not going to be good. So there will still be good, but they will diminish it a little bit with the bad for money because yeah. that's just the society we live in where they, that, money. That makes sense. Yeah. And I feel, but I feel bad for these creators too, because the thing is, is they're being a little bit diluted right so so what's happening is is you know the industry and all their managers and yes men are basically like trying to get them work because they're trying to get money they're trying to get them money like they're trying to keep them employed which is great but i think each of those people believe that each one of these jobs that they get is bringing them closer to legitimacy as an artist 
Whereas like, no, you're in like a totally different <laughs> realm. And yeah. so it's the same thing where like, yeah, that Addison Ray movie probably did great for Netflix. A lot of people probably watched it and, and it's bad. And, and then people move on and people got paid. And as long as something makes money at the box office, they'll keep making them. But I think each of those people is going to find that essentially, eventually they hit a ceiling and everything they do ends up being like similar to when we were a lot younger, the the actors that were pretty much relegated to like as seen on TV or um, uh, like home DVD stuff, like made for yeah. made for home video, um, no theatrical release or anything like that. And I think that that kind of sucks because you don't have anyone around you who's actually like giving it to you straight. Like each person in your orbit is acting in their own self-interest. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure Addison Ray knows that she sucks because the comments are, are, are endless, but she's like, <laughs> but I, the I keep getting work. So I'm going to do it. It's yeah. So sad. And I think you eventually just stop, have to stop reading the comments. Right. Yeah. Um, it's so sad. I did want to ask, okay, so they focused the show a lot on Larry, Nikita, and Chase, and not the actual people in the hype house. Right. <laughs> so I just, yeah, so I just wanted to know what your thoughts on that were. It was confusing because of the fact that, like, each of those people, those three don't live in the hype house. No. Yet they constantly referred to themselves as members of the hype house yeah. and talked about hype house mentality. I mean, Nikita very much wanted to move in. She, yeah. she very much wants an invitation to the hype house. And yeah, it is interesting that they focused on them. And it was, it was weird because they never really, they do talk about the fact that they're at different locations, but they treat them all as like one. So there were times when I was, dislocated a little bit where I was like, I don't know, are we in Moore Park right now? Are we in Hollywood? Are we in yeah. West it's Hollywood? Just, yeah. It felt like Netflix was like, in order for this to actually, in order for us to actually do this, we have to focus on the people who actually have a big following, which is Nikita Chase and Larry, whereas the yeah. rest of them don't have as big a following. So then, but they are hype house. So it just felt weird that they did this whole show about hype house. That wasn't really about hype house. It was about people who are adjacent to hype house mm -hmm. and how they all are like not associated with it. That was the whole theme of the whole show was that people are leaving hype house. And I was like, I thought it was going to be about everyone living in the hype house, but it wasn't. It almost all. felt like they needed to make the series about them starting hype house rather than like, when hype house is about to fall apart <laughs> like you <Yeah>. know <laughs> like i mean better tv for me but i think for them it's it's a little weird that they would want to show that aspect of it because it didn't look good yeah <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't something and also the conflict that they had in there wasn't explosive in a way that like the real housewives is or whatever it is like that never really comes to a boil because i think younger people tend to be a lot more passive aggressive with their conflict and so what they would do is like unfollow someone or not respond to their text messages and then eventually when they would confront each other they would just go like hey you know i'm a, i'm i'm your brother like we'll be friends <laughs> for life 
you know, we're in this together. I just kind of felt like you walked away and he's like, yeah, I hear that, man. And then they hug and then they go and they're like, yeah, I think things are a lot better. And they haven't talked about anything. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like even the like Lorraine and Nikita thing with the, the COVID, she's upset because I also thought it was crazy that the assistant was sitting there when Nikita got the call. So Nikita gets the call and is told, I heard you had too much to drink last night and told people that Lorraine tested positive and he came to this party. And the assistant must be sitting there going like, oh, so now you've just exposed me. Yeah. (laughs) Because you were close to And so she sits and she's like, whoa, that's crazy. But I'm like, yeah, you should like get up and walk away. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, so- and, and then that whole thing, she ignores him for a little while and it keeps being like, I'm really, I'm really worried. There was a very, one of the funniest things that was said in that entire series that my girlfriend and I have quoted many times is when Lorray says, uh, I am so nervous to talk to Nikita that I'm going to shit literally on the heart. so funny (laughs) that's like Lorray to a T I I would follow us I would watch a show where it's just Lorray honestly Lorray and are Lorray and Nikita more popular than the other hype house people yes okay yeah um Lorray like is like funny on on YouTube he has his own YouTube channel but he's also just like kind of just like I don't know. Uh, but he, yeah. Nikita definitely has. I think Nikita and Chase had the have the biggest following out of all of them. Well, and she has Lorraine. a full-on beauty line, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, oh, like, huge. And she's, like, also, I, I went to her page the other day, and, like, Paris Hilton had liked a thing. So, like, mm. she's, 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 you know, I don't know, her own deal. But uh, yeah, I would watch a whole show where it's just maybe even if it's Lorraine and Nikita. Yeah, I'd watch that because um, Lorraine did say a bunch a few things that made me laugh. Even when him and his crew were like doing stuff together, it made me laugh a lot because I was like, this just just I want to see what their life is like. Because I can't tell if it's real or not. Because would you really say it makes me want to shit and fart? Yeah. (laughs) Or is that like him just being funny for the cameras? Well, yeah, I think they definitely had to turn it on for the camera, which always happens in a reality TV situation. Yeah. And each of them is like very interested in trying to, you know, put their best foot forward and look, look good on these things. So in each thing, it's like every time... Cover's mad at Alex. He like will get in the van and be like, "I totally understand." Like, or <laughs> was, there was something else where Mia was. Oh yeah, when Mia yelled at everybody, yeah, during Joshua Tree, and then like yelled at everybody because they weren't posting. She was like, "You guys don't appreciate him. You don't care." And then he like they walked away and he started crying. And then like Alex got in the van and was like, "I totally understand where she's coming from." <laughs> <laughs> He's totally right, 100%. Yep. And it's like, you could have just done the thing that she wanted you to do. <laughs> but yeah. every time, it's like, he just doesn't do it. And then he always goes like, yep, that's on me. I screwed up. Sorry. That's <laughs> <laughs> another one on Alex. Yep. But I understand. I, I am in the wrong. And I will do yeah. better in the future. <laughs> what I thought was funny is that that trailer park 
place airbnb thing or whatever they had um when everyone was yelling like rylan was just in his trailer watching ratatouille He's like, I'm literally watching Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just and then they, like, <laughs> okay, this was weird, too. And I, I, it must have been just because of, like, they needed to fill, like, a minute of an episode. They just, like, had the episode, like, they had the huge conflict happen. And then they were like, oh, there might also be ghosts here, too. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and it, this place is haunted. We got to get out of here. And then it's, they just like don't talk about it anymore. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to know what the deal was with that place. Yeah. Is it really haunted? Is it haunted? We need to know. Yeah. They just went like, yeah, I heard, a, I heard a woman talking and it was crazy. And But we got to get out of here. So. <laughs> yeah. It was so weird. I was like, was no, wait, casual, elaborate. Casual. <laughs> like discovery of ghosts <laughs> yeah it was like elaborate on that please no 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 we gotta go post yeah we gotta and then go I post also, <laughs> i thought the use of the um like royalty free music was really funny too because the music choices were so lame um if yeah because even what there was the one where they were like well we got to do that one trend where someone is dancing in the middle and everyone's just standing around and they're like let's get baron to do it because he's the dancer and then it was like a song that wasn't the song at all yes. and it just was really funny to watch and they were trying to play it off like it was a song because then they had like they made it sound like it was coming from the phone right yeah yeah so someone someone some editor was like really good at making it seem like it was diegetic audio, like it was coming off yeah. the phone. So, so he yeah, deserves yeah. an award, but yeah, the songs do not. They're also yeah. it also like you just are continually reminded that these are kids too. Like Vinny's reaction when people would ask questions, like, "Oh, are you gonna?" Because Miley Cyrus like DM'd him. Yeah. <laughs> and there was that thing where it's like, "Are you gonna take her to to prom?" And then he kept being like, why are you guys looking at me right now? Why is everybody yeah. looking at me? This is like so <laughs> awkward. Why are you looking at me? And I was like, oh, they're kids. Like, it's just like the moment where they, the yeah. kid just gets really un- uh, embarrassed and is like, why wouldn't he just be like, I would love to take Miley Cyrus to prom. Yeah. <laughs> are you kidding me? Like a massive, a massive celebrity sends me a DM and wants to take me to prom? Sure, I'll go. But it said he has to be like, I don't know, whatever. Like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like girls. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, man. Well, is there anything else that you thought? It was illuminating. I'll just say, yeah, yeah it, was, it was illuminating. I, I learned about these people. I wish them all the best. I honestly, yeah. hope, I, I feel, I feel bad for them because I think most of them have had truncated childhoods that, mm-hmm they deserve better and they found an outlet and then that outlet became lucrative and now they're trapped in it. And that, that's, that's a bummer. So I'm I'm hoping that there's a way out. uh, And then, and then things get better from there. Yeah. Um, I hope that they all start investing and uh, find other things to do other than social media, because the well may run dry. It's gonna yeah. have to. Yeah, yeah. And then there'll be a new app, and other people will get on the ground floor, and then they'll try to pivot. You know, and, I mean, yeah. The one thing I will say, like, you know, like, not not a fan of the Paul brothers or anything like that, but like, 
Jake Paul doing his MMA thing. He, he's and he wins all of his fights. So it's not yeah. not even like a joke. I don't watch it, yeah. but I'm like, you know, it wasn't like a thing where he decided he wanted to do that and didn't have anything to back it up. I'm like, you know, find find your MMA, kids. Yeah. Find your MMA. Wow, put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, find your MMA. Um, okay, Charlie. Well, where can people find you and then also make you become famous online? Uh, you guys can listen to my podcast Baywatch Watch. Uh, I host it with Zach Olson, uh, who uh, Rachel connoisseurs will know from inside the Disney vault or one of her other podcasts uh, and probably the mix uh, yeah. and uh, any other oh, talking, Hanks. talking Hanks. You got yeah. Hanks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and I think uh, I've Jack made I, him talk about TikTok too. <laughs> so. There you go. So he's been on TikTok. So, so yeah. Um, so you already have a history with him. Uh, and it's really fun. We watch an episode of Baywatch and, uh, and then we, we talk about it and Rachel will actually be on that podcast this week. So yeah, yeah. I'm excited. It's a good show. It's uh, just as entertaining as Hype House, right? Yeah. Just as entertaining. Absolutely. Yeah. It was the Hype House of the nineties. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, before we go though, out of five Charlie D'Amelio's, how many Charlie D'Amelio's do you give Hype House the series? I'm going to give Hype House the series five Charlie D'Amelio. Wow. You <laughs> really think it, people should watch it. Enjoyed it. I, 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 I learned. I had a blast. Mm. I, I, I felt things. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't have, I didn't have much of an entry point, so I can't think of any other score to give it than five. And all other yeah. things, TikTok will be compared to Hype House. Oh, Wow. I do think it's good material for my friends to watch to understand what I w was paying attention to last summer. <laughs> sure, absolutely. And uh, I appreciate you having me on to talk about this. Yeah, I actually, thank I you. I learned stuff on this podcast, too. Oh, really? Wow. Well, thank <laughs> you for being here. Um, everyone, go listen to Baywatch Watch. Um, and have a TikToking day. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> I need to talk to 